Auzubillahiminashaitanirajim Bismillahirrahmanirrahim La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam I greet you my brothers and sisters on this blessed day of Jummah with a noble and universal greeting used by the messengers and the prophets of Allah Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. It is a great privilege to be back here at Seawinds on my 90th Jummah lecture. And this might be the fourth time or so I'm back here with you. And it's lovely to see familiar faces and to receive the warm welcome that I get whenever I'm here. And this is an opportunity that is a highlight of my week. But I look forward to, to meeting brothers and sisters all over South Africa and speaking about the most important subject that can be spoken on. See, I'm a lecturer and I lecture all over the country in different fields, psychology, etc., etc. But the greatest lecture that can be given is the lecture about our Creator, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, I am very privileged to have that opportunity here to glorify Allah with you, to praise Allah with you, to remember Allah with you, and to thank Allah with you. And the glorious Quran tells us that Allah created the jinn, non-physical beings, and us, the human beings, the physical beings, that we may worship Him. That is the purpose of the creation of humanity, to know our Creator, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is our purpose. And oftentimes people quote a hadith that says that Allah was a great treasure that wanted to be known and He created us human beings that we may know Him. And there's another verse of the glorious Quran that tells us that Allah created the heavens and the earth and the human beings that we may know of His power. So worshipping Allah is very important. Now people have been worshipping and people worship even at the time of Ibrahim salam, his family worshipped but they worshipped idols. At the time of the beloved Prophet Muhammad salam, his family worshipped but they worshipped idols. People worship all kinds of things in the world. You have people worshipping fire, you have people worshipping other human beings, people who focus on money and survival every day. But we are encouraged to worship Allah. It's not enough that you worship, it's that you worship Allah. You can worship, it's not enough. Worship Allah. Now what does it mean to worship Allah? If I had to ask you, can you tell me what does it mean to worship Allah? You probably tell me must obey Allah. And that is a fact. Obey the commandments. To worship Allah is to know Allah. It's to know Allah. It's to get closer to Allah. The Quran says prostrate and draw closer. It doesn't just say prostrate because you can read your salah. But the Quran tells us that perform salah for the remembrance of Allah. You can perform your salah. You can keep the commandments. But if you forget that this is not about you and what you do, this is about Allah and knowing Allah. 
Sometimes we get so confused and worried. I'm such a sinner. Oh Allah, please don't put me in the fire. Please don't. Put... It's not about us. It's not about us. We get worried sometimes. We pray to Allah, please help me. I got this problem. I got that problem. We think we go to Allah, but we don't go to Allah empty, able to see Him and experience Him. We go to Allah full of our own concerns. I got this problem. I got that worry. I got this desire. Please don't punish me. I'm scared to go in the fire. It's not about us. It is about knowing Allah. Allah didn't create us for us to get anxious about our ways. You understand? He created us that we may know Him. Worshipping Allah, going to Allah, emptying yourself of all the things that you're thinking about, including your own punishment and your own heaven, etc., etc., to empty that, that you may recognize Allah. The Quran tells us only in the recognition of Allah do hearts find assurance. The Quran tells us there's a difference between those who practice Islam, as-salamna, and those who in, whom, in, in whose hearts Iman has entered. Iman. See, we are interested in Iman and the root word comes from the same root word as Mu'min. One of the names of Allah is Al-Mu'min, the grantor of security. And I am interested in being a Mu'min which is the knower of Allah and the experiencer of the security that He grants me. A Mu'min. You can be a Muslim, but you might be a Muslim, but you might not be a Mu'min. I am interested in inviting you to be a mu'min, one into whose hearts Iman has entered. One who is a knower of Allah and an experiencer of His security. This is my, my mission for me and for my loved ones. And it is a wonderful opportunity to be here today to stand before you and speak about the subject. And I invite you to share this with your loved ones. To make an intention that you not only be a Muslim, but you be a Mu'min, one who is secure within you, one who feels secure with Allah's remembrance that comes from worshipping Him. To worship Allah is to recognize that before all creation is its creator. And its creator is unique, not anything like its creation. Ahad, the word Ahad means the unique one. Unique, nothing like can be compared unto Allah. We know that Allah is the ever-living one. As the Quran tells us, He was not born. He will never die. Yet He exists. Unique. We had a birth. We'll have a death. We were not. We will be returned to the ground as well. Only Allah is unique in that way. And we are to recognize that we have a creator who is unique in this way. Neither slumber nor sleep gets him. You and I get tired, we need to sleep. Allah is always alert to his servant and attending to the needs of his servant. 
Allah is always available. So first we must worship Allah. We must know there is no power in this world. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billahi al There is no power in this world. There is only power in its creator. Only Allah has created us. And only Allah sustains us. And only Allah maintains us. If it wasn't for Allah, we would not be. We would not continue to be. It's not because we go to work and earn money that we are. And we continue to be. It's not because of us that our children go to school or there's food on the table. There's only one power. It is Allah, the unique creator that is most benevolent. The giving to humanity, the giver. Allah is Kareem, the most bountiful giver. The beloved Prophet Muhammad said, You can know Allah through his 99 attributes. So we can know that this unique being that is not anywhere in time and space. It's not something. It is the creator of all things. <coughs> its nature is peace. As-salam. Allah, you are peace. Even after the salah, we hear them reading. Allah, you are peace. From you emanates peace. Meet us in peace. So we are to place our attention not on the world, but on the creator of the world, the unseen. Raib. The Quran says it is a book for those who accept the unseen. The body can only see the seen. You can't see Allah with your eyes, you can't hear Him. We get very distracted. Satan threatens us with insecurity. That's what the Quran tells us. Satan threatens us with insecurity, causes you to feel worried, feel bothered. Get desperate, get needy, behave badly. That's what the Quran says. Satan threatens you with insecurity and causes you to behave in ways unseemly. Allah only offers you of his forgiveness and of his bounty. Allah doesn't say he threatens you. Allah never threatens anybody. The, the glad tidings and the caution have been given by the people of Allah that worship Allah for your own good. If you don't do that, you will not access this unique power that has caused you to be and takes care of you. You'll get lost in this world and then you think money has power, a job has power, you have power, you can protect you, you can provide for you, you can protect your family, you can provide for your family, you can help somebody else. The Quran tells us Allah is the only protector. Allah is the only helper. Allah is the only provider. So as Muslims, as Muslims, as believers, the Quran says keep reminding because the reminders benefit who? Does it benefit everybody? No, it says it benefits the believers. If I am talking to you here and it reaches you, you are a believer, the reminder is reaching you. If I am talking here and it just goes over your head, be very careful. Be very careful. You might have been one who is lost in the world, thinking there's power in this world, thinking you can get yourself a nice job, you can get yourself a nice degree, you can look after you, you might be intelligent, so yes, you might be able to run a business, you might be depending on you. We as believers depend only on Allah, not on ourselves. Not on each other. If you put your trust in anything in this world, you will be very sadly let down. All those women who depend on their husbands, or people who depend on their bosses, or people who depend on money, they are always sad and unhappy. Because they do not put their faith and trust in Allah. Allah says what? Tell to the believers to place their trust in me. Again, He's not talking to everybody. He's talking to the believers. 
If you don't believe and you live like this power in this world denying that Allah is power, remember we are acknowledgers of the greatness of Allah. To worship Allah is to recognize His greatness. The Quran speaks a lot about remembrance of Allah. It is the greatest of all things. It softens your hearts. In the remembrance of Allah, you find assurance. In the abundant remembrance of Allah, there is prosperity in the world. To remember Allah, to live in His awareness that we recognize there's no power in this world except the creator of this world. Before us is Allah. We only focus on us after we focus on Him. Because He was first and we are the goodness that He created us to be. Allah says in the glorious Quran, that he has created human beings and given them a status on the earth that is not given the other creation on earth. We are Ashraful Makhlukat in Islamic tea, the most noble of creation. We are his favored creation. Do you see any animals out there talking to each other, having a chat, telling each other a joke or something? You don't. Drawing something, making something. Only human beings have the ability to speak. By whose kudrat? By whose blessings? Allah's infinite grace. So Allah tells us to recognize His greatness. Not because He's not, but He wants you to tell Him that He's great. Because He is indeed great. Allah says, look around you and see the signs. Look at the signs, look around you, look at the beautiful sun in the sky, look at the blue sky, look at the trees, look around you, look at the look at yourself, look at each other. Allah created us good looking. We don't look like Frankenstein's monster or we don't look like, you know, we, we stand up. We're not like animals moving on our feet. When you eat, you put your hands, you know, you eat, you know, with your hands. Not like an animal. Allah has given us favors. He has favored us amongst all the creation on the earth. It's important when we worship Allah that we recognize He is unique, He is nothing like in this world, and He is peace, and He is love, and this is His blessing. You've got to recognize that if you fail to recognize Allah is peace, Allah is compassionate, Allah is truth, Allah is the essence of benevolence, Allah is this grace that is given to us, this blessing. He is the most gracious giver, Karim. If you recognize that you are worshipping Allah, if you're going through the day and you're just doing your Islamic rituals, you are among those who have submitted your will in Islam, but Iman has not entered your heart. The idea is not to just be a Muslim, it's to worship Allah. The idea is to recognize Allah. The more you recognize Allah, the more there's a change in you and you start relaxing. And you start becoming peaceful. And you start becoming loving. Allah is al-wadud. And you start becoming generous. And you start becoming compassionate. You are getting closer to Allah. You are a mu'min. One who is experiencing the security that only comes from Him. When that change has happened inside of you, my brother, your life will begin to change. That's why Allah says in the Quran, He does not change the condition of a people until they change what is within their hearts. See, we are to worship Allah and recognize sufficient is He for us. He has caused us to be, we didn't. We feel so responsible. I got to do this and I got to do that. 
Nothing. What did you have to do to be born? What do you have to do to continue to be? Allah gave you life. He gave you the body. Allah, because of Him, you breathe. Your heart beats. The earth spins. If we did nothing, if we said we're not doing anything tomorrow, the earth will still continue. Your heart will still beat. We think, I need to. I need to work. Why? You depend on yourself. I need money. My children's school fees need to be paid. The more you use this word need, the less you recognize Allah. When you recognize we have Allah, Allah is free of need. He has given us needs and He is the fulfiller of our needs. We release into His care. We let Him care for us. The more you'll feel a peace in you. The more you'll witness, Allah says in the glorious Quran, these are His promises. He says, those who appreciate, I'll give more. The more you feel thankful for what you have. We say we got nothing. I said to you, you, ha- you can speak. Allah gave you a brain. In there, there's an area that you have memory, language. You have a tongue, you have a voice box. You can speak, here I am speaking. What do I need to do to speak? Allah gave me everything I need to be able to speak. Allah has given us everything we need to be able to live easily, joyfully and happily in a natural way. But we deny it. We deny it. We already have that which He has given us. The power to invoke Him. Allah says, ask. Say to the believers, I am indeed near. That I, I, I answer when the, supplement, when the supplicant calls upon me. I am indeed near. Allah is saying, I am closer to you than your own jugular veins. Allah has, has given us caring that we are here and is further available right here to give us caring. We are more interested in the world. What we think is going to take care of us. What we think has value in the world. The world has no power. 500 years from now, nothing that you see will be. Not you, not me, not our problems, not our desires. So what I'm saying to you is the worship of Allah is a recognition of Him being the unique one. Not anywhere, visual, hearing, smell, taste. He is within your being. Closer to you than your own jugular veins. He is peace. He is love. He is compassion. He is truth. Allah is the one who takes care of us. He spins the earth on its axis. He put the sun in the sky. He beats your heart. What do you have to do? Nothing. We just have to recognize Him, His greatness. Here in Cape Town, you have beauty, most beautiful place in the world, Cape Town. Some people say, I agree, you understand? So, Allah's beauty, when you stand and you look, do you see these are the nehmah of Allah? These are His signs. How amazing and great is He? A big ball is in the sky, a ball of fire. How amazing is Allah to put it there? We have the moon in the night to keep us, to not, to, don't disturb your sleep too much, but you can move around with the light, etc. Is His blessings, do you recognize Allah has cared for you? Is caring for you now. Is further available to care for you. Do you release into his care. Silam is to release into peace. Is to release. Silam, salam, shalom. Is to release into his care that I am in your care. The more you recognize that you are in his care. Because we are. All of us are. But we deny it. And all of us have his blessings. But we deny it. We dismiss it. We are the deniers of Allah. His greatness. Supreme. 
We can know His power. He says, invoke me and I will surely respond. Ask me, I will respond to you. He says, it's not for you to find a way out of your problems. If you have problems, it's not for you to find a way out of your problems. You can't. You create your problems by denying Allah. You create your problems by not recognizing what you have available to you, the ultimate resource. If I told you on one side is Allah and the other side is a truck of gold, which one will you choose? I know. Give me the gold. Allah is actually more powerful than anything in this world. Nothing in this world can suffice us. But we are not recognizing His greatness. We are not recognizing His power. We are deniers of His greatness. We are dismissers of His favors. And we are doubters. We are doubters. We hold on to fear. We hold on to desperation. Instead of going to Allah and saying, I release all fear with you, I have faith. You are enough for me. If you really believed in Allah, you'd release your worry immediately. But Satan threatens you with insecurity and causes you to behave in ways unseemly. Yet Allah offers you His forgiveness and His bounties. You see, we get worried, we get fearful. A believer is strong in his faith in Allah. He does not doubt. A believer says, Allah says, he'll sort it out for me. Allah finds a way, the Quran tells us. Sources are known, ways unexpected. It's for you to put your faith and trust in him. And he will surely answer you. He will surely find his way for you. He will surely accomplish his purpose for you. You see, but we are fearful. You can't be scared and worried and think like you got nothing and go to him desperately. That is not worshipping Allah. That is not recognizing his greatness. That is not recognizing his sufficiency. When you let go of fear, when you let go of worry, and you know he who has caused me to be is sufficient for me. He says that in the Quran. He says, invoke me, I will surely respond. The verse goes on to say, except those that are arrogant. For them there's a grievous consequences. Meaning, if you live your life and you deny that you could have done nothing to be here. And that you are here only because of His grace and generosity. And you have this body and you have your children, 